0: Thanks so much for tuning in to Mom Boss Chronicles. My name is Jen. This is Sue. And this is Danielle. We are three moms that work together in real estate and are good friends and here to talk to you about fun topics, the good, the bad, the ugly of mom struggles, real estate and other fun stuff. So make sure to subscribe to listen to more.
1: Hi, guys. Welcome back to our new episode. Uh, very excited to have a guest here with us today. This is Rachel Cuomo. She is a registered dietitian, integrative and functional nutritionist, and she specializes in gastrointestinal disorders and board-certified in sports nutrition. She has over 10 years' experience, and I'm so excited you're here with us today because we've been working together, and I've been learning so much from you. So I felt like since – like, and I also follow you on Instagram – and you're always sharing so, such good nuggets of information, especially for us women out there and for some of us that have hit 40 this year. Mm-hmm. I think all of the information that you're sharing and your profession is just like, vital for <laughs> oh my us. Gosh, yeah. you know, I was even saying to Jed and Danielle before what you share about even like – you know, our different cycles and stuff yeah. like that. So first, I'm going to start just how did you get into yeah. this profession? Well, thank you for
2: having Yay. me. I'm so excited to be here. And yeah, I got into this because I had health issues from the time I was very young. Wow. So I had stomach issues mm-hmm. from the time I was like five years old. I remember being constipated on the toilet oh. and like all sorts of issues. So that went all through high school, all through college. and
0: Nobody um, ever stopped at some point to talk to you about nutrition? But...
2: Well, so my dad's doctor (laughs) and my mom is very into like eating healthy Mm -hmm. but at that time like functional nutrition wasn't really a thing so they tried their hardest they brought me to gastroenterologists and of course it was the typical recommendation of you know eat more fiber Mm -hmm. somebody did say low FODMAP which was like a step in maybe the right direction Mm -hmm. just real quick what's FODMAP? FODMAP stands for different types of carbohydrates that can ferment in the gut and for certain people who have irritable bowel syndrome, Mm -hmm. IBS which is a Very umbrella term for gut problems. For those people, Um, who have dysbiosis with IBS, it may be helpful, but it's a temporary diet plan. Nobody should be on it long-term. Oh, Not long-term fix. Not a long-term fix. And for people who have IBS and they don't have dysbiosis, it's not a fix at all. Mm So a lot of practitioners still to this day will recommend Mm -hmm. the low FODMAP diet to anybody who has IBS Mm -hmm. just because that's what they know. Right. Yeah. That's what they were, it's like a go-to. Yeah. 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 Hand them a list and they say, okay, have fun. You Mm -hmm. know, the rest of your life you have to restrict these 20 or 35 Yeah. So that's kind of how I got into it, Yeah, you know, and um, and then I met with a very quirky, quirky doctor who was ahead of her time, and she started doing all sorts of different kinds of tests, and it really opened my eyes to, wow, there's so much more out there. And through that, I went to school for nutrition mm-hmm. and then continued on with functional nutrition. Did you
0: start to get, feel better?
2: Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. And now I can poop normally. <laughs> yeah, that's good. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, like everybody else, I've had my health issues, hormones, Right, okay. and, and so not only is it you know wonderful to know this information for my clients, but for myself, totally, as well. and yep. it you know inspires me to dig deeper into all the different avenues, not just the gut space. I mean,
0: well. I've heard recently, and I feel this: food is medicine, right? Like totally. what what putting into our bodies? Is, yes, yeah,
2: yeah, it's unbelievable. And when you look at what the average American eats and the mm-hmm. average kid eats, oh my gosh, it's scary. Uh, like my daughter just started kindergarten, just like Michael, and oh my gosh, the food that's in the cafeteria. You know, every day she wants to get the red chips and Aww. the ice cream with the dyes. Yes, and I try so hard to pack her these healthy lunches, uh-huh. but they're just exposed. To I them. know, right? It's so, so horrible. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I remember my son was little; like I tried not to even have him have juice, but you go to parties and then other yep. kids have juice or soda, and I'm like, no. Yes. And he discovered it. And
2: I'm like, yeah, it. yeah. And, <laughs> and you know, I'm very big on you know you don't want to restrict too much, of mm-hmm. course, because then they have eating disorders or they. Yes, have what you mean. Yeah, I don't even eat. Yeah, right. So. You know, if we go to a party, sure, you have the Capri Sun or whatever, you know, but yeah, from a day to day basis, what they're just given at school is just crap. Yeah.
1: And and I I have found, you know, too, a lot of the recommendations that come down from federally regulated organizations are very wrong, Mm -hmm. you know, and I think we've been fed such wrong information for such a long time. I mean, I grew up in the era of like, I think my grandfather took me to McDonald's every single day after (laughs) the Happy Meal, right? Happy meal Every day. I mean, I don't know how I'm still living to be honest (laughs) with you. I do think that they, like, this is a long time, 35 years ago, but over the years, I think the, there's yeah. been just uh, more chemicals put in stuff. And yeah. You mentioned the dyes and stuff like that. Yeah. But I think for an average human, you know, especially here in America, like they're they trust the government, yeah, you I know, and they trust these companies that are out FTA, putting, and, they, yeah. and then they're marketing them as healthy or fat free or this. And that like education is just out the window you know so it's appreciative to have someone like yourself who's like you know educating (laughs) because you're right like food is medicine Mm -hmm. and you're putting all of these processed items in your body I mean what's like one of the most common I don't know issues you kind of see with some of your clients are we sticking with gut topics yeah Yeah.
2: sure okay so I would say a A big one is under-eating, which a lot of people think under-eating, what does that have to do with gut issues, Mm -hmm. right? But when we under-eat, then we don't have enough food moving through us, and so then we actually find that we feel constipated, and that can cause bloating and gas. Wow, go figure, right? So you think you're I'm
0: under-eating, I should feel better.
2: And and a lot of times when we have gut issues, we're afraid to eat. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like this double-edged sword, you know? And then also under-eating down-regulates thyroid hormones and if your thyroid is sluggish, your digestive tract is going to be sluggish okay. as well. So I see that all the time. Domino effect. Domino effect.
1: So do you think I, I always hear people I hear a lot like I have a thyroid issue mm-hmm. and sometimes like now that I feel like I'm I'm Um, learning a little bit more, I sometimes think to myself, but do you have a thyroid issue or do you have like a food issue? Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, it's interesting.
2: Yeah. I mean, I think a lot of people have kind of this like under the radar, like cellular thyroid issues that aren't really diagnosed through lab work. It's not to the point where their doctors are going to give them medication necessarily, but it's most likely from years of under consuming, yeah. mm. over stressing, maybe over exercising, and just being undernourished, mm-hmm. you know. And mm. so the cool thing is. You can reverse that naturally. You don't have to go on medications. Yeah. And a lot of it comes down to just eating the right amount right. of food, you know, and, and focusing on rest. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Something interesting. So I feel like probably most of us, I'm constantly eating on the go mm-hmm. and just shoving food down my throat as I'm like running out the door. Yes. But even in my head, I'm like, okay, well, I'm having like hard boiled eggs mm-hmm. or I'm eating. I think, you know, I'm, I mean, I do You're choosing eat, something good. Yeah, yeah. Healthier options. But, you know, you brought light, you know, to this you have to sit down and <laughs> yes. actually chew your food, you know? Wow. Yeah. Um, something simple like Not that. Not it. Well, and you know, I say something simple. But, like, yeah, I had to, like, mentally, yeah. you know, be like, okay, Sue, take it. Here's your food. Now sit down
2: and, Sue, you know, take yeah. your time, <laughs> yeah, you know? that's a great point. I think yeah. that's actually probably which, that probably should have been my answer. That is probably the number one thing I yeah. see across the board. <laughs> Eating too fast is <laughs> just not. Yeah, not taking the time to mindfully eat your so food. So true. Yeah. Eating too fast, swallowing food in chunks. Mm-hmm. You know, we all do it. Moms do it. Mm-hmm. I think more than anybody. Yeah. You know, and yes, a hundred percent. That is a huge problem because that then turns into undigested food in the stomach. Oh wow. Which then is going to ferment and cause gas, bloating, and you know, GI issues, and down the line, don't even. Overgrowths to occur.
1: Wow. Yeah. yeah. I mean, even just something like that. Like, I have felt the difference.
2: You know. to take your time to yes. eat. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I need to do that. Thank you. What a great tip. <laughs> it's amazing how when you start to pay attention to that, you keep catching yourself. Yes. Yeah. Kind of like, oh, my gosh, I have to, like, take a minute. Right. Take a few de- deep breaths before you eat, you know, and then just, like, really concentrate on chewing your food to almost like a baby food consistency. I like that. Which sounds kind of disordered eating, but it's really just, like, at the beginning, you have to kind of teach yourself that, mm-hmm. you know, and then over time, it just becomes a natural, you know, thing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Probably get to enjoy your food more because you're actually saving it. Yeah. Right. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yep. You feel oh, focused sometimes, which is good. Oh my god, true, people. right?
0: Because if you go slower, then you're like, wait, I don't need to finish it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I think
2: we've all heard it takes like 20 minutes, you know, for you to actually feel food in yeah. your stomach, right? Most of us are eating in like five to six uh-huh. minutes. Yeah, so. It's like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right, gotta go. Yeah, as yeah, yeah. running out the door. Yeah, and also if you're eating big salads, which a lot of people do, trying mm-hmm. to be healthy, which is great, those need ex- extra attention because they're fibrous, they're whole. Mm. You really have to chew those mm. to break them down. You know your teeth. They're your first form of digestion, right? So, yeah, I think about that.
1: Like, (laughs) but you know, yeah, the more you know, yeah. So, kind of switching gears a little bit, you are a, a mom boss because you are running your own practice. You know, I know that you're available and around for your your daughter. You know, is that something? Obviously, it's important to you. But you know, like, let's say. Some job opportunity came up, you know, that was like, hey, come work for us. But you're, you're, you're like stuck in a, yeah. in a box, you know, yep. not for you. Right. You like, know,
2: you know, man, I've been doing this thing on my own for so long. Yeah, so. I'm spoiled as can be. And every now and then, you know, I'll have a stressful month in business or something or like sales will be really, really bad or whatever. And I'll start going, oh, maybe I should do something mm-hmm. else. Right. Or sometimes I'm just sick of being by myself, mm-hmm. you know. And then when I really start to think about what that would mean mm-hmm. for my work-life balance right. and my flexibility, you know, with my child, I just can't pull the trigger. And right. it's
0: aligned for you. You're like, that's not aligned no. for what I want to do. It's
2: not. Yeah. It's not. And, you know, as you guys know, you know, when you run your own business, when you're doing your own thing, when you're passionate about something, you work late nights, mm-hmm. you work on weekends. Mm-hmm. Like you're always On vacation. On vacation. Yeah. Like, it's always there, but it's your baby. Right. And so it's totally different than working yeah. for somebody Oh, Totally. Absolutely. Yeah. It's a different yeah. feeling. Different feeling. Yeah. If,
1: if I had like a, hey, can you handle this at 10 o'clock at night? I'd be like, fuck off. <laughs> you know? But for me, last night I was on the computer, like, yeah, sure. Let's do right. it Right, like exactly. You know? Yeah. It does make things feel a lot, a lot different. And I think that autonomy, yes. right, of being available mm. for our family and our children and getting to like, yeah. Choose your you know, schedule. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Ask for time off. Right. It's great. Yeah. You know? The only thing I think is tough, as we were saying when I came in here, this time of year, the sick. That comes in yeah. with your house, that makes it a little tough because then I don't have coverage, right? right. Oh, yeah. So if my daughter's sick for Home. a week, yeah, then I have to unfortunately call my clients up and say, I'm so sorry. Can we, you know, work mm-hmm. this? Out? Right. I think that's the only downfall. Yeah. You know? And I'll take it.
1: <laughs> of mm-hmm. course. Right. And I'm sure I would like to think your clients are, you know, thoughtful and un- yeah. understanding of that, right? I
2: would say probably 80% of my clients are moms themselves. Yeah. And so <laughs> everybody wants it. Right, everybody's sick this time of the year. Yeah, I know. Yeah,
1: and like that being said, like this time of year, (laughs) well, she's dealing with that. Yes,
2: (laughs) that's why she's on the Zoom.
0: (laughs) Do
1: Do you find like during this time of year, are there any things that you are doing with your family, like to just try to like get your immune system up, and you know?
2: Yeah, so I know everybody loves to talk about like taking high dose vitamin D supplements, yeah. mm-hmm. high dose zinc, high dose vitamin C. Those things can be helpful. Really, I recommend those from food first. First mm-hmm. is really supplementing a lot. I love that. Like instead of just taking the pill. Exactly. Find yes. food that has it. A hundred percent. So vitamin C rich foods, you know, lots of citrus, you know, tomatoes, peppers. Oh, wow. Those are great things to just incorporate. Yeah. Um, and then with vitamin D, vitamin D, you know, we can get that through a supplement, which is okay to do at low doses, but it's actually more of a hormone there's two forms of vitamin d and the one that's the most useful to our immune system is the one that our body produces mm. so we really get that from being in the sun i oh. didn't realize
1: that it was a hormone yeah i yeah i saw your little <laughs> quiz and i was like vitamin duh and it's
2: yeah. like hormone so there's really it was kind of a trick question because yeah. there, there are two forms yeah you know um vitamin and hormone but the one that is the most useful to us really is the yeah. hormone, right yeah. from the sun and from the sun so this time of the year it's tough Hate the freaking cold, but bundle mm-hmm. up. Uh, put your face so in for a walk. the yeah. sun. Yeah. Get your kids out in the sun. It's like in Europe, they put the babies in the, yes. in the yep. sun. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that is the best thing for immune right. systems, and just fresh air. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know? And then on top of that, I know this is annoying, but sleep and stress control. Oh yeah. I know it's not nutrition related, but right. um,
0: prioritize the sleep.
2: That's gonna yeah. help immune systems the most. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So, that's what I'd focus on. Yeah. Yep. I feel like
1: since the time changed, I, I know. so
2: Tired, and it's <laughs> like almost two months, right? And the
1: time of year. Yeah. So early now. Yeah. Yeah. I was reading something that was saying like in the winter time, you know, when it's cold, that our bodies do require more rest. Absolutely. Maybe. Did you tell me that yeah.
2: You? Did <laughs> tell me that? You probably told me that. <laughs> yeah. It's totally human nature, right? right? It's like a time to kind of go inward, like and bear and hibernate.
0: hibernate right? <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah um,
2: feels, so like- change. I was asleep at like eight o'clock every night. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
1: yeah, needed it. but
2: it's important. it's very important. And that's kind of like our cycle. I know you want to talk about, yeah, like you. yeah, yes
1: so, yeah because... the knowledge you have on that.
2: yeah. It... so we can kind of look at our cycle mm-hmm. kind of like the season, yep, you know. so there's certain times of the month where it's more of like our winter. and mm-hmm. that's typically going to be our luteal, or late luteal phase, which is the week before our period. Mm-hmm. okay and then our period. and I think most women can relate to that mm-hmm. yeah. Is that yeah. when you feel
0: like the most sluggish? You would say, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I'm yeah, I'm there I right now. Yeah,
2: yeah. I, like,
3: <laughs> yeah, 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 Extra tired. Yeah. yeah, isn't that crazy? So two half of the month you have to feel shit. Oh, yeah. Really not there. not
2: there. <laughs> I know. It's, those are our, like our fall on our winter months, you yeah. know? So we like want to like, kind of turn inward and like wear cozy clothes. Obviously, we all know this, like not socialize as much, mm-hmm. you know, rest. Yep. Sleep more. We shouldn't be doing heavy like exercise routines at that point. We mm-hmm. should be doing mm-hmm. yoga.
0: I've heard that before, like with uh, exercise people. They're like certain times of the month go hard. Certain times yes. of the month take it, you know, mm-hmm. do different.
2: A hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, if you don't listen to that and you just try and do the same Push thing. Push through. Month, yeah. Month, yeah. Month, not only is that horrible for your hormones and how you're going to feel, but you're going to actually see that you can't perform as well during right, the Olympics, mm-hmm. right? which really sucks for like female athletes. Yeah. Okay. Oh my like gosh, like yes, athletes. an event, right? Yeah, right. like that just sucks. But yeah,
3: yeah like at the Olympics, and they have their period. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> that sucks.
2: Yep through, yeah.
0: So but listen to your body. Is listen that what you're saying? Right? Like, yes. wow, who would have thought? Listen to your body. Right. <laughs> yeah.
2: Like, men are like the same. You know, they have the exact same thing that happens to their hormones. You know, every mm-hmm. single day in the morning, their testosterone's high. At the end of the day, it's low. Wow. And it happens over okay. and over and over again. So we so lucky for, looked looked for them. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs>
0: nice.
2: for you. Yes. Um, yep. Yeah. Yeah. So in
0: terms of nutrition, too, I guess around that time, should you be eating mm-hmm. like differently?
2: Yeah. So that time, I mean, I look at it a lot from a gut health perspective. We can kind of talk about a few areas, but, you know, a lot of people feel bloated, mm-hmm. that time, right? A lot of people feel constipated. Mm-hmm. Your prostaglandins, it's a certain type of uh, inflammatory hormone that's released around your period, yep. which helps with, you know, the contractions of the uterus and everything. If we're eating inflammatory foods, those can actually be overproduced okay. and can cause us to feel worse. And what's the, uh, types of inflammatory foods? So inflammatory foods, you know, would be like a lot of processed sugar, okay. just a lot of processed oil. Oh my gosh, so the bad food, yeah, the bad food, the things that we crave, right, no. which is
1: so messed up. <laughs> Total aside. So I went to the dentist yesterday, and she was, and the hygienist was like, "Are you getting your period soon?" And I'm like, "How did you know?" She's like, "Your gums are inflamed." Oh my, and wow. that happens. Yeah, she's like, "I can tell when people are about." So yeah, the, cool. it even affects your gums. Yeah,
2: (laughs) yeah. I've heard they say, like, not to get a wax done or whatever. Really? Yes, because it hurts more before and after your cycle. Wow. Do you
1: know from experience? Yes. (laughs) And my waxer said, don't
3: come before or after your cycle because it will be more painful.
2: (laughs) Go figure. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And that's, like, same thing with exercise. Like, it's going to, like, be harder to push up the weight around that time, Mm -hmm. you know? So, you know, you want to eat foods that are uh, warm and comforting but are also very kind of easy to digest. Oh, smart. You don't want to rely on your gut as much at that time. To so work hard, yeah. Yeah, so like, you know, nice soups and stews and like soft-cooked vegetables over raw salads at yeah. that time, you know? That's awesome. Yeah, th- that's all very helpful. And then we want to start to work on raising our progesterone levels usually because progesterone is kind of like the feel-good hormone. And so you can do that through vitamin E and B6. Okay. Foods that are rich in those. But a lot of women, especially in our age group, getting into their late 30s, early 40s, could actually use some help with supplementation. For okay. Yes. If they do it those two weeks, they usually find that their PMS symptoms are. A wow. Lot really? That's yeah. vitamin E and B6. Okay. Yes, vitamin E and B6. Big mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. news for the store. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And then there are some people who are really big on the seed cycling bandwagon. I don't know if you guys have No. No. I am not huge on that. I don't do it too much with clients, but there are practitioners out there who really believe in seed cycling, which is basically consuming sunflower seeds and sesame seeds during your late luteal and your uh, menstrual phase okay. Okay. to help with progesterone and everything. Uh-huh. And then to consume pumpkin seeds and flax seeds during the first two weeks of your uh, cycle. So during like your follicular yeah. and regulatory mm-hmm. You can read all about it. You know, it's about a tablespoon of each. Mm-hmm. You just do it every day. Oh, wow. There are practitioners who think that that can really help to regulate. regulate. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm.
3: What is... um. Your take on dairy, because I know, you know, I've worked with nutritionists before and they're like, dairy's the enemy. It's
2: inflammatory. So curious your take on that. It is such a gray area and a (laughs) way topic. It's a great question. So with dairy, you know, my feeling is it's very much the individual and how they respond to the dairy. Right. going to be different. Everybody's going to be different. So it's not like with all of my clients, I don't just have a handout that I give them that say, right. Right. Mm Um, so I think it's very individualized. I think it also depends on your inflammation overall as a whole. So if you are pretty uninflamed and you're doing a great job with all of the other areas of nutrition, I think your body is better able to handle. Right. Right. Um, I've experienced that myself with acne. Once I kind of got my other inflammatory issues under control, mm. I consume more dairy without experiencing a breakout. So it's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Same with digestion. Some people can handle all dairy and others really do have to stick with more of the lower lactose Mm -hmm. dairy, you know, more of like the hard cheeses. So dairy is a tricky one. I do think overall, when you look at dairy, organic is a really good way to go, you know, Uh, and kind of leaning more towards the fermented dairy mm. you're kefir. Gonna, yes yes kefir mm-hmm. yogurt you know you're going to get much more benefits from that it's kind of a different form um, obviously going to really help with your gut that's awesome compared yeah. to eating a ton of just you know cheese, cheese all the time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We, we talked about like the soft if i i love cheese i just love cheese so much, mm-hmm. right? when
1: we talked about this like soft cheeses when i eat them makes the eczema yeah. on my
2: hand oh wow Isn't good out, yeah. yeah like yeah. a lot very itchy. So the interesting thing is certain cheeses they can increase histamine production mm-hmm. in the body and that's a whole other area that I actually was not even very into uh, and then I started to have these clients that I could not get to the root cause of their problems right. and I started to figure out a lot of them were having these histamine intolerance mm-hmm. issues. And um eczema is sometimes a sign of that. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, you might actually be experiencing a bit of a histamine reaction right, right to the cheese. So and A lot of times the question is why and that can come down to actually healing the gut lining and eventually sometimes then those histamine issues go away. They can resolve. They can resolve, yes.
0: Uh What is your take on gluten?
2: Yes. So gluten is very similar. I run a stool test on a lot of my clients Mm -hmm. and it looks at sensitivity to gluten. Mm -hmm. And uh, there are people like myself, I'm very lucky, who have hardly any sensitivity And so I tell them, eat the gluten, just Mm -hmm. go for good forms, you know, see if you can get gluten from Europe, that's Mm -hmm. usually a little bit less heavily sprayed with glyphosate, you know, or sourdough, things like that. And then there are other people who have extreme sensitivity to gluten, Mm -hmm. and they see enormous improvements in all aspects of their health when they take it out. Yeah, you know, and, you know, it's not to say that those people are celiac, that's completely different. Mm-hmm. They may not have to worry about cross contamination, mm-hmm. but if I see a high gluten sensitivity on a stool test, then I say, you know, what let's take it out completely mm-hmm. for at least a month to 6 weeks and let's see how you feel doing that. Yeah. You know. And then down the line, you can always retest yeah.
0: Lawrence. So everybody's different with that too.
2: Everybody's different mm-hmm. with that. Yeah. 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 It's pretty cool and that's why functional testing is is so great. Yeah. I yeah. Did yeah. you?
0: Yes. That's awesome. Yeah. And what did you find out for yourself?
2: What did we find out?
1: I have leaky gut syndrome, wow. but I think what- what we thought it's from is from eating on the go (laughs) because I I mean in my head when she said that I was really shocked because I was under the impression you really only get that when you're taking like antibiotics Mm -hmm. a lot all the time and stuff like Mm -hmm. that but you know Rachel explained like sometimes eating quickly and on the go and not chewing your food can cause that right because it ferments and it's
2: like sitting in your yeah so well when we're stressed we're we're chronically stressed and we might not even notice we're stressed Mm -hmm. maybe we're just like always in our masculine and we're always doing doing Mm -hmm. doing you know we stop Stop producing uh, digestive secretions. Mm. So, you know, our vagal nerve or vagal tone is not there, and we stop making saliva and stomach acid and enzymes. And so then. Mm on top of that then we eat fast and we're not chewing our food you're really not digesting foods properly and so then that food's sitting in your gut and it's irritating you know mm-hmm. lining mm-hmm. and it could potentially be growing bacterias or yeasts wow. and over time that can definitely lead to a leaky gut mm-hmm. yeah which is not a woo woo term it's been scientifically proven <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> by the way are people yeah. questioning if that's real or not <laughs> yes so I had to say that. oh my yeah. god uh, that's yes. so crazy the, the correct term, uh, term is intestinal Permeability. Okay, and some people think it means you're leaking from your butt. That is also <laughs> That's not <what> has. <laughs> To be poor. clear,
0: I thanks for clarifying leak, mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> syndrome. What
2: does it mean, <laughs> then, technically, that
0: you are like your?
2: So basically, the lining of your gut is supposed to be nice and tight. It has mm-hmm. these junctions, kind of like. These are the junctions. They should be really nice and tight. Over time, if they are attacked or irritated in any way, whether it's from overgrowths or food sensitivities or, you know, allergies or an infection, they start to form gaps. They start to open oh. up. And so that allows for a free flow of toxins and mm-hmm. proteins and bacterias out of your intestines and into your bloodstream wow. and into the rest of your body.
0: Which isn't good, right?
2: which is not good. Yeah. So not only do you have gut issues, then a lot of times people start to feel systemic problems. Mm -hmm. So you start to feel headaches.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Were you feeling that? I don't,
2: I don't know. Like I I guess
0: you push through it if you were. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I think I just fly through the day without thinking like, what did I feel? And I don't remember how high yours was either. I'd have to go back and look at what your number was.
3: Yeah. You like take care of yourself in so many other ways, like with exercising and eating well, that I'm sure that plays a part in, like someone who eats like crap and doesn't exercise with leaky gut will probably, I'm assuming,
2: feel much worse than you, right? I would think so, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. And there's levels, of course. So you know, this test is great because it doesn't just show you, oh, you have leaky gut, or oh, you have bacteria Mm -hmm. it actually shows you the quantity of it like the severity yeah the severity of it exactly there's a spectrum you look at Mm -hmm. so you know there are some people who i see they have the start of a leaky gut Mm -hmm. you know so it's like okay let's Mm -hmm. get this under control before things get bad and then others are completely through the roof you know and they probably have had it for much longer and it's just continued to build over time
0: and I guess, like, when you think about traditional doctors and medicine, if you went to your doctor, I'm sure they would just prescribe something if you said, oh, yeah. I have headaches. Or, yes. instead
3: well, of yeah, like, because if they, if they solve your problems, they're going to go out of business. So right. they'll put a Band-Aid on it.
0: Yeah, yeah, without getting to
2: the root cause, like you were saying, yes. yeah, which
0: food is medicine?
2: Mm-hmm. And that's, like, what root cause nutrition is. So if we have leaky gut, yes, we want to fix the leaky gut with maybe, like, L-glutamine and zinc and, you know, all sorts of things. Like, that. take the gluten away. But that's not actually addressing the root cause. Right. You have to actually figure out, like, what the problem yeah. is to begin with. And mm-hmm. that's, you know, what we're talking about, like, with the chewing of the food, right. the stress. Like, like, why is this coming about? Yeah. Exactly. Yep. What triggered this to begin with?
0: So as somebody who deals with, you know, people in nutrition, does it drive you crazy when you hear about fad diets, when people talk about Atkins or paleo or yes. things
2: Yes. Well, I don't tell people I'm a dietitian most of the time uh-huh. if I'm like out at a party because <laughs> then I'm yeah,
0: sure there. they just like pull you in the corner and want to talk forever about. Yeah.
2: it. You know, the interesting thing is most people don't even really want to know your opinion; they just want to talk to you about what they're what you're doing. Mm-hmm.
0: I know, and <laughs> how it's making them feel. Like, oh my yeah. gosh, I did the low sugar, and I feel so good. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And so
2: I I have learned early on it. I think this goes with thing Like, don't offer advice unless asked. Yes. Oh, gosh. Um, yeah, so true. Right? Yeah. Just kind of smile. Okay, that's great for you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love that for you. Yeah. Love it. <laughs> (laughs) And like truthfully, you know, I think that most diets aside from like, of course, the really severe crazy ones, I think most diets have a person that – might really work for respond right? to it yeah. yeah you know somebody might really feel fabulous on the paleo diet does that mean that everybody should be on the paleo yeah. diet? or
0: keto yeah. When or, or you know mm-hmm. with if dairy like you yes. said some people are okay with dairy some are not and like
2: 100%. when everybody
0: was doing keto I was like I don't respond to dairy that good I don't <laughs> right. I wouldn't be good on yeah, keto
2: like sure. yeah yes I mean talk about a small amount of foods that you can choose from yeah be completely yeah yeah. And hungry. And hungry.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But that's why, like, I think it is good if you are, you know, experiencing issues. And even if you're not, you're just kind of curious about what's going on is to do the test. Because yeah. It was really educational. I mean, it tested, like, gut bacteria. I mean, it was a yeah. lot. It that's was a really extensive. We, we went through this sheet. It was several sheets. Pages. pages. And then you have pages. homework? Yeah. <laughs> Essentially, yes. yes.
2: You and know? Then, we, then we get our protocol in place. Right. Awesome. So with gut healing, with any healing, usually there's phases, mm-hmm. right? So the first phase is typically at least what I focus on, is calming the gut Mm. and clearing out the potential irritants. So the calm and clear phase. And then once we've done that, then a lot of times we can go in and culture much more heavily if needed. I think a lot of people go wrong where they're heavily culturing before they do the calm and clear phase. What's the culture? Culturing is like taking a lot of fermented foods Uh, um, mm -hmm. or a ton of probiotics. Mm -hmm. This test allows us to see, can your gut handle that right now? Mm. Does it even need that right now? Sometimes everybody's
0: different doesn't, you know,
2: and so I get clients who say, I've been taking all these probiotics and I feel worse. Oh, yeah. And it's because maybe they needed to actually calm and clear things before, you know, supplementing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like probiotics, like such a buzzword, like people. Totally. Yeah.
2: (laughs) But they're all not made the same, I'm sure. And you could, nope. yeah, no. Nope. There's lots of different strains, and the test looks at that. You know, which strains are you are low in, which ones you're high in. You know, I mean, you could be taking a probiotic and overdosing yourself with wow. a strain that you really don't like. Need. I would have never thought
1: that.
3: Yeah, I mean,
1: you know, absolutely. Especially in the in, in the buzzword world of mm-hmm. of pro and prebiotics, and you think everything uh-huh. is like one size fits all. And Yes. I, my God, was probably, I, at one point I was probably spending like a hundred and something dollars a month on
0: eat
2: sauerkraut <laughs> yeah. I love sauerkraut <laughs> yeah. Yeah. so
0: then I guess would you get retested again and see mm-hmm. how Sue is yeah. responding right
2: the gut microbiome it changes every day wow so, you know I mean we're constantly being introduced to different bacteria based on what we're eating absolutely yeah. so it's always changing but especially if you have traveled if you've been I was going to say
1: why when you go away can you not poop <laughs>
2: wow. what is that <laughs> Oh, that, that used to be a problem of mine. Yeah. I remember when I was a kid, I went to summer camp for a week and I didn't poop for seven days. Wow. And I, oh, I remember girl. my best friend being in the bathroom with me and I'm like crying. Oh my, my God. It hurt. So. Yeah. yeah. Right? And then I came home and I could poop. So yeah. I came home. Right. Right.
3: I get terrible um, stomach issues when I travel.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. I will say you can work. You can work through that. You- I could g- help you all get to the point of pooping when you go away. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, some of it's mental. I think mm-hmm. like we're not in the comfort of our home. Right. Sometimes we're in a room with somebody, or you know. And then time change, you add that and routine change that that can definitely do it, you Mm -hmm. know, but, you know, simply upping your magnesium citrate. Mm.
0: That's another buzz. I feel like everybody talks about magnesium, but I'm sure not all magnesium is made the same. They're different,
2: right? Different. Yeah. You guys are so knowledgeable. (laughs) Uh, Yeah.
0: I've sat at the like target pharmacy aisle, like looking like magnesium, magnesium citrate, like what do I need? I don't know. Like, and then I get frozen with, you know, decision. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Yeah. I mean, there's different ones for different, you know, uses. So magnesium citrate's the one that's going to give you the most laxative type effect uh, so if you are already pooping a lot you don't need that okay you know uh, but for most people it, at least traveling it's a great tool you can start taking that every single day and yeah. it really gets things moving out that's awesome that's yeah.
1: gonna be my new
2: travel <laughs> staple <laughs> yeah. for sure yeah yeah and then Obviously, other things like digestive bitters, which helps to stimulate stomach acid, and you can implement that when you're traveling, which will help you just break food down so it's not stuck in your gut.
0: Because mm,
2: that's what's happening. That's what's it's happening. It's just stuck there. Yes. Yeah. And then just motility helpers. So like sipping on ginger tea, mm. you know. Um very much help eating raw carrots oh. so when you go oh. you know out to get a salad find one that has carrots in it mm-hmm. you know that kind of thing um, but you can get over that hump it's very common yeah you know uh, even just packing you know um, prunes and dates with you and munching mm-hmm. on them while you mm-hmm. travel too can just kind of keep things going
0: and how important would you say hydration is my husband Very. yells at me that I don't drink enough water. <laughs> and then my stomach hurts sometimes. And he's like, you don't drink enough water. And yeah. I don't. I'm like, it probably it matters a lot,
2: right? It does matter yeah. a lot. You know, with hydration, though, we have to be careful we're not over-consuming our fluids with our meals. Mm. Because then we dilute out all of those really good secretions. Uh, my
0: God. So there's a good time to drink. And mm-hmm. oh, no, oh, my gosh. Interesting.
2: And I know this sounds like you could drive yourself crazy yeah. trying to remember all these little things. But, you know, over time, you just try and implement some of these habits. So. Yeah. Drinking more between meals, not quite as much with meals, Mm -mm. can be helpful. Yeah. And the rule of thumb, kind of all dietitians say, is you take your body weight, you divide that in half, Mm -hmm. and that's how many ounces a day Mm -hmm. you need from fluids. Mm -hmm. So, And everything counts. So tea counts. You know, I don't count coffee. Some people do. Okay. But juice counts. You know, anything liquid-like does count towards that. So it's not that hard usually
0: to get there. Yeah, I know. I need to focus more on that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
2: And then making sure you're getting minerals with Mm -hmm. that. So, you know, magnesium is a mineral, Mm -hmm. potassium, sodium. A lot of us need to make sure we're getting a little bit more of that just to support our adrenal glands and to really support the proper hydration. Right. In our cold.
0: Because otherwise, can we flush that out if we're not? Yes.
2: Yes, exactly. Because
0: I know some people just drink gallons of water, but it's like, Mm -hmm. is that good for you?
2: Right. Right? Yeah. 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 Yeah, That's why people have died in those like water drinking. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like drown themselves? Well, so they di- they actually dilute out their minerals. So they end up oh. having, uh, I believe it's a heart attack because they oh. don't have the correct right. minerals to help with the cardiac stuff. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. So, and, you know, coconut water, I think, is a great thing. I and love
0: it, coconut water. Yeah, me too. Yeah. yeah.
2: Really good. It makes you feel good, doesn't yeah, it? it? Yeah, it does. Yeah. I'm on an island. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 And then adding some, you know, natural sea salts to your foods. I think, you know, in America, we demonize salt so much. Yeah, but we, we do. We,
1: we I'm that. happy it's having a run of salt. Like I, I love salt. Yeah. I've always loved Loved salt like, like a sea yes. salt,
2: good and yeah. Himalayan, yes, yeah, like a real sea salt. Redmond's, uh, real sea salt is one that I really like. Okay, Himalayan's great too. You want to avoid table salt, yeah, okay, guys, the the yeah, kind, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, the
1: cheap one. Every morning, I have
2: lemon water with a sprinkle of
3: salt. Sprinkle. I was gonna say, I was told to sprinkle a little on your water, I was like, oh, that's gross, but you don't even taste
1: it if. There's enough water in there. I so. bet you would taste better. I, I probably do a little bit more than a sprinkle because, again, I love salt. <laughs> but, but does it taste it, better, right? It's, it's fine. Yeah. I mean, I think you just like, I think if it was just salt water, it would be a little weird, weird, but yeah. the lemon like makes it okay. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> All together. And if you can't handle that, you know, if anybody's listening and they're like, I can't drink salt, yeah. you know, add it to the food that you're eating with your, you know, with your drink. You mm-hmm. can totally do that too, you know, like make eggs and oversalt those while you're having your lemon water. And now you've done it. Right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, you
1: must like, like margaritas. margaritas. <laughs> uh, yeah. mm-hmm. I like them with the chipotle salt. <laughs> a spice to my the salt <laughs> sounds good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, like, obviously, next week is Christmas, mm-hmm. and you know, Hanukkah has just passed. It's been the holidays, and people are eating and yeah. partying and all that stuff. One, do you find an uptick in your business <laughs> in the new year? And mm-hmm. yeah, I'm sure you've a lot of your clients you've had to prepare them.
2: Yes. So this is what, year 13 of me being a dietitian. Wow. So uh, early on in my practice, I would panic every year, this time of the year. Oh my God, I have to go find another job. Like my business is failing, right? And now it is just something I've learned. And I've actually now heard other dietitians and health professionals say the exact same thing. It's just the trend. Nobody nobody wants to see you. Yeah, I know. Right. They don't want to think about it because they don't want to,
1: want to avoid, avoid it. Yeah.
2: Right. Honestly, I don't blame them because most of what I'm going to say is eat. Like eat the food, like enjoy the holidays. You know, you should enjoy the holidays. So business is slow typically December and even January, because a lot of times people are like, I need to do things on my own. Yeah. I'm maybe they're checking out gyms. Mm -hmm. You know, they're kinda like figuring it out. And then usually second week in February is when like
0: bathing suit season's coming.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And then business just like is packed at that point. Right. So that's
1: almost like real estate.
2: Mm (laughs) Yes. Yeah, it is. Yeah. We're looking for a house right now. There's nothing. I said, let's Mm -hmm. wait till spring. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. We just had a whole episode on that. Yeah. Yeah. Don't listen to that. I think uh, hopefully 2024 will be better
1: for everybody. I'm hoping. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: We're going to manifest a good house Mm -hmm. for you (laughs) for
2: sure. (laughs) It's not
1: easy. No, it's not. Especially in our area. Like you're yeah. currently in Oceanport. Yes. And I think you probably want to stay in Oceanport, right? Yeah. yeah. So,
2: it's you know, it's hard when you're looking at yeah. this teeny tiny I know. Price, price right. points. Thoughts. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I know.
2: Like, small. I'm being so picky. I know. Like I'm like it needs to be in a neighborhood. Mm-hmm. It needs to be in this neighborhood. Right.
0: <laughs> and the inventory is low so yep. things don't come up often. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Yeah.
2: It's fine. It'll, yeah. It'll work out. the way. Yeah. To make
1: friends with the neighbors. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, <laughs> I know. Little They're little in the site. Yeah. Like, like, oh, well, so Jim down the
2: street, I think uh <laughs> yeah, Word on know. the block. Right. It's not going to, hey. I actually, <laughs> I dropped little notes in all the mailboxes recently. Yeah. i like crazy person. You no, know? that's do not what you got to do. You really have to yeah. get creative. Because otherwise these flippers are coming in. Yeah. the radar, scooping up these homes before they even hit the market. Yeah. And then flipping them for way more money than right. I can afford. I've definitely
1: been seeing that a lot in Oceanport. Yes. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I'm really mad with the flippers. Yeah. <laughs> Flip them off. like leave some house for the rest of it right, yeah. right. Yeah.
1: oh gosh well, last thing I wanted to bring up too I mean obviously you know gut health food but you work out and mm-hmm. one of the things you you do do is you lift yes. and like we had um, one of my old coaches from the gym Vin was on a couple months ago but just to reiterate and to hear it from a woman as well yes. she lifts
2: heavy Strength you training? know like yes, yes. like that's a, like yeah, she's is important for your it's body okay. yeah. it's very important so I will say I used to lift more heavy I have a herniated disc than I I've been babying for nine months. Oh. So I've lost like six pounds of muscle mass. Yeah. So, so I don't look quite as muscular as I would like to. But generally, yes, weightlifting is. Top priority for women. If you just want to obviously feel strong um, and be able to defend yourself, which I think is extremely important in this mm-hmm. age, yes. mm-hmm. you need to be weightlifting. Yeah, And then, you know, on top of that, when you weightlift, you know, you're really boosting your metabolic rate mm-hmm. for 24 hours after weightlifting. Oh, wow. So you're burning hotter when you're see- sleeping, sitting, resting. When you do cardio, you burn what you burn, and then your metabolic rate goes right back to mm-hmm. where it was. Before, so it's just a great way to boost that metabolism. Mm-hmm. Allows you to eat more, which I think everybody enjoys, mm-hmm. you know. And also, it doesn't stress out your your adrenals and your thyroid as much as like long, intense cardio sessions. Oh,
0: would, yeah, don't you right? mean yeah, yeah, like that endurance that yeah, yeah people yeah. And interesting, because we were talking about it earlier, it's, look at your time of month. Yes. Go strong with the weightlifting at certain times, and then...
2: Exactly. Yeah. Right, exactly. So, you know, when you are late luteal into period, you're going to start to feel like, oh, I don't want to mm-hmm. work out, right? Don't. Or, or just... Listen to your like, body. Do like a warm yoga class or something. Mm-hmm. Listen to your body. And then typically for most women, it's like usually right when we get our period or about like three days after that we start to get that boost in energy mm-hmm. levels again. Mm-hmm. And that's when you can start to return to the weightlifting. And then right around ovulation is when we're all feeling, like, fierce and strong. Mm-hmm. Yes. And that's when you can do yeah. 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 And, like, can Push yourself, it, right? right? Yeah. You know, and that's when you want to really be, like, throwing the weights around. Yeah. Safely, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and all that good stuff, mm-hmm. you know. And that's also when you should be doing, you know, any sort of, like, big things with work. Like, Sue asked me when I wanted to come on here and, like, this is my follicular ovulation. Yeah, that's amazing. Like, Feeling good. Consulting yeah, yeah, calendar. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Like, definitely not last week. Yeah. It's
1: so true, though. I, I think, like, as I started to pay attention more to my cycle and how I, uh-huh. you know, just having self-awareness mm-hmm. at yes. the different, you know, at, um, times. Like, even today I did UIS combat and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> no, oh, you, you weren't know, into like, it. Yeah, no, like yeah. I, mentally yes, but physically, I was just like totally. Oh, yeah. God. You know, so like, I think I signed up for EYS tomorrow, but I'm going to switch that to yoga. It's like, it's okay. We've hit that Mm -hmm. mark and, and, and like, uh, giving yourself grace, right? Like, that's okay. Oh my gosh. Like, you know, sometimes you need people to kind of bring that to light.
2: Yeah. And it feels really good to finally say that to yourself. Mm -hmm. Like, you know what? This is fine. I can take a break. It's what my body needs.
1: Honoring your body. Yeah. And when you mentioned too, that during this time, that you, your body does actually need more food uh-huh. and that's why you're so hungry. I was like, oh, that makes me feel a little Right, like me too. Yeah.
0: <laughs> you just want to like, Curl up on the couch and Yeah,
2: totally. Yeah. Yeah, Everybody, like, is always trying to fight those cravings and, like, Mm -hmm. you know, ignore that hunger the the week before the period. And we're burning hotter. We need more calories at that time. Yeah. And um, our blood sugar is more wonky at that time Mm -hmm. as well. Uh, There's more stress hormones, you know, being uh, produced. And we tend to find that we need to have heartier meals Mm -hmm. throughout that window. Um, So you should – that late luteal phase, you should always be having Mm – a carbon and a fat at your meals, and then, you know, snacks, the same thing, like a good protein, a good carb, maybe even a little bit of fat. Feed yourself, and then what you'll find is you are less likely to crave the ice cream at night mm-hmm. or, like, all the chocolate at night because you are really well-fed, right? you know? Yeah. And if you want those things, fine, but you're not going to eat them in extreme amounts. Yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah, totally. I have-
1: and even, like, since – oh, sorry. Real quick, I was going to say, like, just – since we started working together and like talking about the the diet for the day, like I don't feel as hungry. Yeah. You know? I feel satiated. That's so, awesome. Yeah. Because you're eating the right
0: food for you. Right. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. I do have one more question. Anything that you can say on sugar that we should know as women, yeah. avoid it. Don't I don't know, right? That's such a hard mm-hmm. thing mm-hmm. to avoid. Apparently I found out sugar is in pasta sauce. Like <laughs> right
2: yeah. like, oh thing. <laughs> yeah. So I always like to focus with everybody, um, on what you can include more of. I like to have more of like an abundance mentality mm-hmm. versus like a that. restriction okay. mentality. You know, when I first started out in, you know, the business, of course, I was like, sugar's, you know, addicting. Because mm-hmm. that's what we're taught. And then you grow and you look back and you're like, holy moly, I would have punched myself in the face. <laughs> now, if I was looking back. So really, you know, if you can focus on – getting 30 grams of protein at every meal mm-hmm. getting fiber from real fruits and vegetables you know throughout the day getting healthy amounts of fat at every single meal and eating you know around every 3 to 4 hours to keep that blood sugar stable
0: so not starving yourself
2: not starving yeah. yourself and stress is a big one too if you can focus on all of that the processed sugars honestly they just naturally kind of get kicked out of the diet, because you are just nourishing your body appropriately. Mm -hmm. And then when you do have the processed sugars, it doesn't really matter, because you're having it usually along with something like protein or fat, right. mm-hmm. that's keeping it balanced. That's awesome. Yeah. You know? So that's really the way I would look at it.
0: So you don't have to, like, run for the hills for a minute. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> now, I'm not saying, like, drink, you know, soda yes, on, yeah. on a regular basis. Or, or right. have chocolate bars every day. Yeah. hundred percent. But I don't think we need to demonize sugar as much as we have in the past. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, I fully intend on baking regular christmas cookies this Aww. week with the sugar and the flour and I yeah, love that and yep. eating it and, and enjoying, enjoying it, it. Yeah. you know yeah and, it's
0: so good to hear that mm-hmm. and yeah. that's what
2: everyone should be doing but then also don't skip your regular meals yes
0: and eat balanced the other times exactly yeah,
2: yeah. i think a lot of women especially in the holidays they're like well i want the cookies so i'm just going to skip lunch today mm-hmm. yeah and, I know. Right. But, yeah. And it's sad. Because I
0: think it's that mentality, the mentality. to the calories. Right. Well, I'm sacrificing the calories yes. from earlier, and I will eat all my calories in one sitting later. Right. Yep. Yeah.
2: yeah, it's, And it's how we grew up, you know, between the magazines and I think our parents and our moms. It's kind of what was ingrained in mm-hmm. us. And instead, it should be let me really, really nourish myself. And then if I still want to have a treat, cool, I'm yeah. nourished, and I can have a cookie and move on with my day. Yeah. yeah.
1: And feel like you didn't deny yourself, you know. Yeah, yeah. Right.
2: I love those butter cookies with the little like powdered sugar and the walnuts. Yes. Oh
1: yeah. Actually made them really, really good. (laughs) Yeah. They're so good. Uh, Well, thank you so much for coming on today. Obviously, we're going to link all of your... Where can we
2: find you? You're on Instagram? I'm on Instagram, uh, bodhi.nutrition. It's spelled B-O-D-H-I. Okay. Dot nutrition. Dot nutrition. And on there, the little link in my Instagram is where you can find everything else that I have. So I'm launching a masterclass soon on healing your gut.
0: Wow, that's awesome.
2: So the wait list is on there. Yeah, and uh, working with me on one on one, you can apply through that link. as That's well. That's
0: amazing. Mm-hmm. Definitely going to follow you. Yeah, yes. yeah.
2: We'll yes. I'll link all of that
1: stuff too, because if you're if you've been thinking about it, or if you're experiencing, you know, gut issues, or just want to be educated, I'm telling you, it is. This is money well spent. Mm-hmm. So thanks,
2: yeah, thanks. No, for sure. Seriously, like you, no. you know, hire professionals. You only get it. one body. Right. <laughs> yeah, that is true. Good. Yeah. yeah. That's true. Yeah. yeah. And also, you know, last thing I'm going to say is, you know, it's obviously an investment, you know, when you hire any professional, but you think about how much money and time and frustration we all waste trying to figure things out on our own. Mm-hmm. You know, I know I've hired professionals for different things. It's just so much easier to hand it over to somebody who does it every day. Yeah. Who's knowledgeable. <laughs> knowledgeable. Yeah. yeah. It takes the stress off. Right? Yeah, And you can get to feeling better so much faster. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Yeah, of
1: course. (laughs) And thank you guys for joining us again. We'll see you next week.